Hello out there and welcome back to another episode of the Homeschool Educational Supplement that we know as Interesting Stuff, where we pick out a topic almost randomly and we look at it in a bit more depth. Today we are going to dive into rockets and satellites. So we've all seen those videos, those images, those pictures of the big rockets taking off with the blast and the noise and the smoke and the rumbles. But what's behind all of that? Well, let's take a little step back in time. In time to 1873, when Jules Verne, the author, published a story about man's attempts to race around the world in 80 days. It was a tale of great adventure and inspiration, but one that really pales in comparison to the journey that we have taken as a species in the years since its publication. We have ascended from the ground to the air and from the air into the realms beyond. In fact, such is the staggering progress of our technological prowess over these years that by 2023, getting around the world in 80 minutes may not actually be quite fast enough. So what's the plan then? Well, according to Elon Musk, whose company SpaceX already has revolutionized the way we use rockets, he says we can get anywhere in the world in less than an hour. Not only that, but his company is seeking to use their technological advances to take us to the moon, to take us to the Mars, and maybe even far beyond. And here on planet Earth, to take us from city to city in as short a time as possible. And quite amazingly, the price of enjoying this could perhaps cost as little as an economy airline ticket. So how does it all work? Well, let's take a look at how he's blasting us into space. Known as the Big Falcon Rocket, or more simply as the BFR, SpaceX's upcoming spacecraft is set to satisfy all of our spacefaring needs in one neat package. It will be built upon the staggering success of the previous two rocket designs, the Falcon 9, which at this time has completed at least nine successful launches, and the Falcon Heavy, which first took to the skies in February of 2018. These rockets have demonstrated for the first time in our history that not only can you land the first stage of a rocket booster on the ground safely, but you can reuse it. And the importance of this is obviously that nothing gets wasted and there's a great reduction in expense. And of course, putting rockets up into space is really expensive. And with these kind of milestones created by SpaceX, where the goal is to not only take people off world, but also shuttle them around the world, make the impossible become possible. And so some stats about these great rockets. Well, standing at a mammoth 106 meters in total, the BFR is composed of two major stages, a 58 meter tall booster used to lift the vehicle into orbit and a ship mounted at the top. The front portion is equipped with 
1,100 tons of additional fuel and boasts a large pressurized cabin for its city-to-city launches. This gives the BFR everything it needs to send its customers into sub-orbit and then speeding around the globe. Passengers on board will be treated to not only arriving at their destination ludicrously quickly, but also to the majestic views of our planet that so far only a few lucky individuals have seen. And those sights alone will probably justify the cost of the ticket. However, it should be noted that SpaceX is not alone in its lofty ambitions. Not so far away, another private company, Virgin Galactic, are creeping ever closer to their own suborbital flights. They plan for these to initially be sold for recreation and research, but also harbor long-term goals of transcontinental transport. Unlike the BFR, their two-component system involves a jet-powered carrier aircraft and an attached rocket-powered ship, which releases from the carrier craft and launches towards space once at the right altitude. In addition, the UK company Reaction Engines also dreams of a vehicle that can soar from the runway to space as one whole unit. Their pioneering, air-breathing Sabre engine aims to be an alternative to pure rocket power or jet engine rocket hybrids like that of the Virgin Galactic. And although this technology isn't currently as tangible as SpaceX's, it would almost certainly have incredible transport applications if it were come to fruition. And I remember reading very recently in the news that a lot of countries are actually already planning and preparing to build spaceports for these planes. So it's a pretty amazing future that we're looking forward to. Now, SpaceX's plan to utilize a suborbital vehicle for incredibly fast transport isn't really a new one. Decades earlier, back in 1986, Ronald Reagan announced plans to fund a vehicle that could get you from Washington DC in the US to Tokyo in Japan in just two hours. So it wasn't really a novel idea that SpaceX had. But the difference between SpaceX's ideas and those of the past has rested in their approach to the problem and in their execution and ability to be successful. Reagan's government and NASA wanted to construct the National Aerospace Plane as a single unit that could act both as an aircraft and a spacecraft with a unique engine design. They shied away from rockets due to their one-use-only restriction. But the answer to finding a commercial spacefaring vehicle, as SpaceX has already shown, didn't lie in finding a new way to generate enough thrust to get into orbit, but in a way to make the rocket stages reusable. And it's a great example of tangent thinking. Realizing that probably the answer to the problem is not going to come in the same place that the problem arose. And SpaceX is not only working on rockets, but it's also working on satellites as well. The company is developing a large internet satellite constellation named Starlink. In January of 2020, the Starlink constellation became the first satellite constellation in the world. SpaceX is also developing Starship, the privately funded heavy lifting system for interplanetary flight. Starship is intended to become the primary SpaceX orbital vehicle once operational, supplanting the existing Falcon rockets and the Dragon fleets. 
So they've got great plans for the future. Their ships will be fully reusable and have the highest payload capacity of any orbitable rocket, which shows us just how far we've come in a few years of development. It's quite amazing what we can do when we put our minds to it. And these constellations of satellites are quite amazing as well. Sometimes if there's a clear night sky and you look up, you can actually see them drifting across the sky in lines. It's quite fascinating to look up and watch it. But it's not all positive because there has been quite a lot of criticism of the Starlink satellite operations, especially with the large number of satellites planned. I think it's about 10,000 that they plan to launch. And they've been met with a lot of criticism from astronomical communities because of concerns for light pollution in the sky. You can imagine people looking through their telescopes and looking up and wanting to see their stars, but um, only seeing satellites, unfortunately. The astronomers have claimed that the number of visible satellites will outnumber actual visible stars eventually, and that their brightness in both optical and radio wavelengths will severely impact scientific observations. They've also raised concerns about the constellation's effect on ground-based astronomy and how the satellites will add to an already jammed orbital environment. A further problem could be in the fact that the large number of satellites also creates a long-term danger of space debris, resulting from placing thousands of satellites in orbit and the risk of causing a satellite collision potentially triggering a phenomenon known as the Kessler syndrome, which is a cascading collision effect between satellites and debris in Earth orbit that could cause the satellites to drop out of the sky, which is something that we don't want to see happen for sure. And so with all this technology, with all of these visions of the future, our world is changing. I think it's changing all the time. Sometimes it's very hard to see it, but we need to prepare ourselves and get ready for it. And who knows, maybe you in the future will be getting into one of these rocket planes and zooming at super high speed around the planet. Imagine it only taking an hour to get from one side of the world to the other. Quite an amazing future that we might get to look forward to. And so with these thoughts, I say thank you very much for tuning in today. If there's a topic you'd like me to introduce you to or other people to or cover, let me know. I'll be happy to cover it. As usual, under the video, you'll find some comprehension questions. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I wish you a fantastic day. This was another brief edition of the Homeschool Educational Supplement. Interesting stuff. Take care, guys.